This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's a- Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong, I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Our poll for today is which issue will most greatly affect the outcomes of the November 2024 election. Brad, you said immigration and the border. Yeah, that was my decision. Uh, my my thoughts are I, I, I'm I reserve the right to change as the situation changes, but as it sits right now, I don't see how this isn't the biggest issue that we will face because, like I was saying earlier. People are seeing their own facilities being taken away and it's affecting people on a, on a real life, you know, at their level basis. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned that people who who uh, usually when they think about the border, that's something that's far off. It doesn't directly affect them. But now you've got parents in New York who are whose kids are going remote. Kind of a fresh issue. Mm-hmm. Their, their kids are going remote because they've got to move migrants into schools to house them. You've got people. I believe it was in. Um, was it in Baltimore? where they had to close rec centers and people outside were mad. Well, they're closing our rec centers. And so now the kids can't go to the rec centers and play basketball and all that other fun stuff after after school, keep them off the streets, that sort of thing. They're like, Likely community funded. Yeah. So that's going there. And then you have 50 Cent, 50 Cent, 50 Cent. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could remember his real so, name because I would just call yeah, him that. <laughs> the one that's going to be the question, the YouTube poll question for tomorrow. Is it 50 or 50? Yeah. So he's 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 complaining because now New York is talking about giving prepaid cards to migrants in, in the amount of what, 50 plus million dollars? 53 million dollars is the budget. I, folks, that's that's taxpayer dollars, just cash, not really cash, but cash yeah. given over to migrants, to people who aren't even citizens. You've got the police officers getting beat in New York and then the migrants having the audacity after being released on the zero bail policy, zero cash bail policies of New York, flipping everybody off. 
like the the Democrats by far saying these people matter to us more than you do. Yeah. And why is that? Politics. Politics. It looks like they're going to have some sort of um, maybe press conference or something on the the New York City police officer beating. So we'll put an ear on that. And when that goes live, I'd like to hear what they have to say about that. So we'll we'll keep that close. But I also want to since since Ryan is out today and we have a little extra time here in the two o'clock hour, I kind of want to give you a voice. If you want to answer, normally our YouTube live chat poll, we say go obviously to the Andy Fry YouTube channel and tell us what you think. But if you'd like to call in today, I don't open the phones terribly often, but we can do that today. And if you want to answer this question for me, which issue will most greatly affect the outcome of the November 2024 election? Our options today are the economy, immigration and the border, abortion or something else. I'd really like to know what you think. So you can call us at 314-241-9797. That's 314-241-9797. 314-241-9797. And Leah will uh, take your phone calls and see if there are some people who want to make a comment on the air and we'll filter through those and maybe have you come on here and tell us why you think what you think about this particular issue. Um, A lot of people are reacting, of course, to the border bill that's been out there right now. And Speaker Johnson commented on the bill that's come out of the Senate that seems to have very little to no support, um, passable support. But Speaker Johnson reacted to it about their bill that they had already passed in the House. We passed our bill on border security nine months ago. It's been sitting on Chuck Schumer's desk collecting dust ever since. The H.R. 2, which is our, our signature mm-hmm. bill right out of the beginning, right out of the blocks for the House Republican Conference and our Republican majority, would have solved this problem. We would resolve the asylum, the broken asylum system and the broken parole system. We would uh, reinstitute Remain in Mexico, which would stem the flow by probably 70 percent. We would end the, the catch and release, the, the release, the mass releases of illegals into our country that's happened. This border is out of control. All these problems have mounted and the Senate has been dithering ever since. We cannot wait anymore. The reason we are going to send the new Israel package over is because the time is urgent and we have to take care of that responsibility. And the political back and forth that goes on with anything that has to do with, uh, you know, passing bills and legislation, certainly we have not created a system. Our our, Our founding fathers didn't create a system that would be super quick and fast. It it's, moves at a glacial pace on purpose because that's a limitation on your overlord's ability to overlord you because you're the supreme power. The Constitution is, in fact, the supreme power in this country, and the government is supposed to serve the people. And that limitation causes the government process to slow down, legislation to slow down, and it makes it so that we can uh, not have people get in there and just snapping through a whole bunch of legislation that's going to effectively overrule your life. That's not something that they that they wanted to have happen. So it does move at a slow pace. When Joe Biden is saying, give me the power and asking the Republicans in Congress to provide him the power, the Republicans can say, A, you have the power. You don't need us to do a darn thing with your executive order. Uh you executive ordered 94 times in the first 100 days in order to undo everything that Trump did on on the border. Put it back the way you found it, Mr. President. But in addition to that, the Republicans have passed something. It is on Chuck Schumer's desk and that they could take that bill up and they could vote on that. 
So that just that's the ping pong ball that goes back and forth, which is what drives people like you crazy. Because you don't have time to just sit around and stand up and make a really bold statement of blaming someone else and sit down and then be like, that was a really hard day's work. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here. 314-241-9797. Uh, you give us a call and tell us what you think on this YouTube live chat poll. Which issue will most greatly affect the outcome of the November 2024 election? Let's start with Rich. Rich, thank you for calling the Andy Fry Show. What do you think? You and Brad. Uh, I think it's it's definitely immigration. But, you know, with the way the inflation is and the prices on of everything going up, there's a you know, a lot of people that don't have the wherewithal to afford all these new prices and us being retired, that's, it's kind of the same story, but, uh, I mean, he's just, he's causing his own problems. He's going to get knocked out of office. You think Joe Biden's going to lose on this issue? Oh yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been, uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's been going on for three years. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it, the other, all the, all the other channels that never bring up anything that he does, whether, I mean, they can't bring up anything that's good. So, uh, so they, they just, always talk, talk about Trump. It always comes back to Trump, doesn't it? Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Rich, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate you for, for calling in here. Let's get to Stuart. Thanks for calling the show. Stuart, what do you think the biggest issue will be affecting the November 2024 outcome? Yes, ma'am. I believe it is uh, immigration. And I, I do not understand why nobody is throwing the T word around traitor, because I believe Mr. Biden is a traitor to this country. He has not fulfilled his oath of office at all. He's ignored it entirely. And number two, I don't understand why nobody seems to talk about and hold into account the leaders of these other nations, especially the Latin nations, where these other people are coming from. Why don't we hold them accountable? Mm, yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Thank you so much for the call, Stuart. I appreciate it. Um, I, I don't, you know, we had, uh, the borders are Kamala Harris. She went down to talk to those countries and she said, don't, don't come. And that was it. That, I mean, that's the sum total of what she has done on this border issue. And then when people were asking her, like, have you been to the border? She's like, I haven't been to a lot of places. That's something that like a petulant preteen says. And when they say it, you just send them to your room because you can't even deal with the stupid anymore because you're about to snap when they say things like that and insult your intelligence in such a ridiculous way. Uh, Mandy, thank you for calling the Annie Fry Show. What do you think, Mandy? My concern is election integrity. In 2020, there was a lot of questions, and I'm very concerned that there hasn't any Anything has been done since then. Yeah, you know, I've, I've said this on the show and I repeat it. I don't, Republicans and Democrats alike question the results of the election when their candidate lose, obviously loses Hillary Clinton. They did not handle that well. And then in 2020, a lot of people had a lot of reasons to look at an election that was held in a way that we have never held elections before due to COVID. And then, of course, a lot of the allegations from the Trump administration about how ballots were counted. I mean, if... How many how many people do you know are going to just accept the results of the election should their candidate be the one who does not win? Correct. It's going to I think that is a big issue. Um, And I I suppose in in that in that regard, too, that would greatly affect the outcome of the November election. Brad, do you feel I mean, I have I'm skeptical about all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand why Hillary could be skeptical, why they could be skeptical in, re- in elections before that the de- on the Democrat oh side and the gosh. Republican side. How I could go like, is this above board? 
Are the way that we've changed our election laws so that we can collect ballots for months and months beforehand, is this is this the way to keep a republic? Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, to your point, I don't understand why it was OK for Hillary to question the results of the election. Uh, her her line was Russia. Russia interfered in the election. That was what she said. Uh, I remember the hanging chads thing. Uh, was that 2000? 2000. Yeah. You know, you went to the. Did spring- you get to vote in that election? I did not. No, I didn't turn 18 until 2001. Okay. So I, you know, all of that. I remember talking about it in my government class in high school. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we discussed it. That went up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court made a decision, and all of that other stuff. And it was completely okay. I remember watching a montage in 2016 of Democrats challenging the results, and didn't have a senator to back them on that. They're in the thing, and it was Joe Biden banging the gavel. Do you have a senator? No. Bang. It's gone. Yeah. You know. Over and over and over again. They did the exact same thing. And that's what Donald Trump wanted to do, except for whenever Donald Trump had the challenge to it, there was House members and there were senators that were willing to back it. And there's a there's a constitutional process for that. Unfortunately, people broke into the Capitol. Isn't it interesting that the January 6th events actually stopped the thing that the Democrats accused Trump of effectively doing? Had the storming of the Capitol not taken place, the challenge to the election results would have gone a lot further further. than it did. Just ponder anew on that one. Okay, let's go to Lori. Lori, thanks for calling the Annie Fry Show. Which issue will most greatly affect the outcome of the November 2024 election in your mind? Well, I think it's a toss-up actually between economy and immigration. Uh, people want to say how great Bionomics is doing and so forth, mm-hmm. but yet there are several businesses that have had to fire or lay out their workers because they lost profits last year due to this Bionomics that's supposed to be so great. Yep, that's that's a really good point, Lori. Thank you for, for making it because we are seeing layoffs. UP, was it UPS recently just did yeah. some layoffs? We've seen other ones. UPS is the one that's the closest to front of mind. Um we didn't connect with Steve Moore today, but there are concerns about balancing if if wages have come up, but jobs start to taper off a little bit. Will there be a sustaining positive outlook on the economy where the positives do exist? Because there are places that the economy does see positives, but there are a lot of other things that are not making them feel as comfortable about the direction that this is heading the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, and, and his reasoning last week on Wednesday why they decided to keep rates right where they were and not lower them now. Libby, thank you for calling the Annie Fry Show. Your thoughts on the issue that will most greatly affect the outcome of the election? Hey, Annie. Yeah, I, um, I'm i actually excited that people are seeing the border as an issue finally, and I think that the fact that Biden brought up um, this um, opportunity to have this as a concern mm-hmm. that he brought up on his own, um, obviously, um, the people actually taking a look at it. But, um, yeah, that's definitely an issue. I, I am concerned about the border, and I think the amount of people that are coming in could are an issue with our security. Um, there's so many – it's a multifaceted thing. People coming in, we have no idea who's coming in all those things. Um, that's my biggest concern. Um, 
I agree yeah. with you too, Libby. Thank you for the phone call. I agree with you that it's nice to see, I mean, nice in a really unfortunate, nice kind of way that people are like, yeah, this is actually a really big deal. And it doesn't seem like it's a complete and total partisan position to take that people are going, we can't continue to sustain this amount of people coming into this country and living this way. Paul, thanks for calling the Annie Fry Show. What, what do you think the biggest issue is? Uh, yes, I believe the biggest issue is the the immigration, because it affects the economic world mm. for our country. And if I can take a second to try and explain myself. Sure, go ahead. The, the credit cards that they're handing out for $1,000 a piece, which adds, uh, I believe, $53 million right now. Right. I used to work with a bunch of people from south of the border years ago. They took care of uh, irrigation. Ten or 12 of them would live in a house together. Whatever money they made, they sent back home to help support their family back in the early 90s. That was the situation, at least the way I understood it. Now they're taking our money that we are giving them, thank you very much, Joe Biden, and send it back home to have more people come up and collect more money to send back home and get more people to come across the border. Yeah. That's if you fix the immigration, you will fix the economy. It may take a little bit, and we might have to take a little bit of a bigger bite out of our our pocket to get them sent back home, but that's how I feel. Thank you, Paul, for the phone call. You're, you're right. I do think that the economic uh, peril that we are going to find ourselves downstream due to this issue, people need to start paying attention to that. And when you start seeing those $53 million figures coming out of New York City from Mayor Adams, and he's telling people, I think he came out and he said, this is going to save our city $7 million. It's like, that is something. <laughs> Uh, one last one before we, before we take a break here. Lisa, thanks for calling the show. What do you think? Biggest issue. Hi. I think I love your show. Thank you, Lisa. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> but I, um, I for sure think that everything revolves around the border problem. Uh, in the illegal immigration, we have more crimes committed by illegal immigrants. We have people who broke the law in the first place. Um, we're spending all this money to house, feed, um, medical treatment, all this stuff for these people. And the people that are in this country legally aren't getting what they need. And they're kicking people out of schools. They're kicking them out of, like you were just saying, and I totally agree with Paul, that economically, this is going to really be, um, there is so much money spent on that, that the, the, the finances, the crime, um, I just feel like all the things currently going wrong here, I feel like can all have some way shape or form be traced back to the illegal immigration and the border. Oh, Lisa, well said. Thank you for the phone call. Thanks for listening to the show, too. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks. Of course. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, I, I appreciate each and every one of you that spend some time listening and hanging out with us in the afternoon. I truly do. It means the world to me when I get to meet you and, and say hi and get to talk to you like we did a little bit today. Uh, depending on, on Ryan Wiggins and how he feels, we might take some more phone calls. I, I'm still dealing with it. Brad, you've been fighting it. Just a little. Just a little bit. Um, man, I did bring in the Lysol last week, but I I like had so much Lysol in my house the day before I got sick. I'm like, maybe it's the Lysol problem. I don't know. <laughs> um, just trying to push through it. I know everybody's dealing with these particular issues. Uh, sickness is abounding. So take care of yourself. Thank you for spending your time with us. And we'll get to the results of the YouTube live chat poll at about 2.55. Was the, were, did we about 1,000? On caller saying immigration? I think we did. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think we did. We had the one person talk, uh, what was it? Voter suppression. Oh, that's true. That's true. The idea of election integrity, we'll put it that way. Uh, keep them coming if you want to leave us your thoughts on the Annie Fry YouTube live chat. We'll get to those as well. A quick break. More Annie Fry show in just a few minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. All right, let's talk a little bit about fundraising. <laughs> this is funny because Brad, Brad's always getting asked things. I don't know if I ask you for everything that my kids are doing, just things I think you'd be interested in. Yeah, I don't know because, I mean, you ask me about stuff and I don't know what you don't ask me about, so I don't. There, I will very much so pick and choose what I throw my energy and time behind. I know you make your son call me and ask, which is good parenting. I think that's good for him. Oh, hold that thought. Uh, here's a Miss Manners. I love Miss Manners. Uh, dear Miss Manners, please help me politely decline when asked to purchase things for a children's fundraiser. So if, if we go through this and then you use this tactic against me, I'm going to take that hint pretty. You should just tell me right now in front of everybody. Annie, knock it off. Uh, while I certainly have no objection to helping a good cause, it is irksome when adult friends call me expecting a purchase on behalf of grandchildren I don't even know. They pressure all their friends to make significant purchases while the kids get no lesson or, quote, entrepreneurial experience. I'm actually glad you just said that before I made this. Uh, please help with an inoffensive reply. So, the, okay, what was it, a trivia night that we're doing yeah. that I asked you recently? Yeah. So uh, my son is going to Washington, D.C., eighth grade class trip. I'm going to go with him. <laughs> Hold your hats. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> um, and so we're raising money for his eighth grade trip. It's going to be, I think, in May. And we, you got to raise funds. You got to yeah. do it. My, mm -hmm. my kid goes to a Lutheran school, but I don't think if you go to a public school, I mean, that's not publicly funded. No, you've got to raise funds for that, too. You they have to do it. Yeah, they usually do like a candy bar sale or something. Or write a check. Yeah. For your whatever. So we're raising money for it. I'm hosting with my husband. We are going to host a trivia night. Like different parents are throwing in with whatever they feel they're adequately supportive of and can handle. Mm -hmm. I've hosted trivia nights before. My husband and I have written questions for trivia nights before. We can do it. 
It's low to no overhead, depending on how you do it. And the people who participate, generally speaking, are there for the cause. Mm-hmm. You can also, there are also people who are like trivia night hawks. Yeah. You know those people because oh, yeah. you're married to a teacher. Yes. Because they're teachers. <laughs> well, so this is funny. <laughs> O'Fallon used to do a robotics trivia night, and there were two teachers' tables that would always compete to try <laughs> to win this trivia night. And it got so competitive that one of the teams that I was a part of actually went to another trivia night to practice and get warmed up for the O'Fallon one. We went there, and there was a Trivia Night Hawks team, teams that just went out there to win Trivia Nights. Yeah. And we beat them, and they were mad. <laughs> like What a subculture. It was so crazy. Because, like, are, are you getting a picture of what you think these people were, would oh, look no, like? I mean, I've been to, I love Trivia Nights. I think they're fun. But, but I know exactly the table. And this table looked exactly like what you thought it would. <laughs> they're always the best. They're, yeah, they're the smartest just... teachers. You show up and, and you're like, I'm not going to win. I want to win the non-teacher prize. <laughs> I want to win. Like, see, I don't know. So my husband and I write the questions and we will. It's a very stressful thing to do because you want people to have a good time. Yeah. It, if you've ever been to a trivia night where you sit down and you're like okay yeah i'll go support the cause whatever the cause is happy to come participate fun friday night sit with your friends eat some food have some drinks and it's like welcome to trivia night it's all harry potter and you're like holy crap i've never seen a one of them <laughs> yeah. it's it's a nightmare and it's not fun so you got to try to figure out how to make it fun for everyone so it, in this example along with miss manners here the idea that you were raising money, there's nothing wrong with people raising money. But mm. there also has to be nothing wrong with people saying no when they're asked if they want to spend the money on the thing that you're selling to raise said money. Yeah. When when I when you read that question, I was like, ooh, I think I see a problem in there. Because she when she asked the question, she used the word expected. And to me, whenever I'm raising money or whenever I'm doing anything, if I ask somebody Never in my wildest dreams do I have any expectations that I expect somebody to give money to this. I'm just asking if you have it, if if you're available, I would greatly appreciate it. If not, no big deal. No worries, no hard feelings, nothing like that. I that a lot of times I think maybe the pressure is self-imposed on people. Like I feel like I should donate to this. But it's not really the case that the people asking have the expectation and like I'm going to maybe there are some out there, but mm-hmm. I'm going to hate you forever if you don't donate to my kids, whatever. It's you, you have to take into consider frequency. So, another fundraiser that I help my kid with is a March Madness bracket. Mm. But that's like one where I will take that to people who I know like to do brackets. And then you win money. Yeah. Like it's a pool. So, you, you get, like we give out 50% of the money in that, in that bracket. But I also don't ask people. You have to have two things. One, a willingness to participate in the fundraiser. So if you're selling um, balloons, someone has it has to be somebody who's like not opposed to a balloon. But it also has to be somebody who understands that the donation that they're making is going to go help something that I know that they would care enough to consider making that donation. And I, I, this is... There are not that many people who care that much about your fundraiser. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's the thing. Like there are not I, nobody is obligated to support your fundraiser. Right. Nobody is obligated to buy your trinket or your pizza or your ice cream or go eat at the pizza place during the fundraiser or whatever. But there might be people who you know eat pizza on Tuesday nights and you 
if you put it up on there and yeah. you're like, oh, hey, if you want to grab dinner on the way home at this particular restaurant, 10% goes to the DC trip, then people might go, like, if I saw that and it was a an acquaintance of somebody who I knew who maybe went to a different school, but I knew I was going to get pizza, instead of going to pizza place A, I might go to pizza place B and say 10% go to that. I might participate in that. Yeah. So it's all about, like, what are you getting out of the fundraiser? But then also if you're asking somebody head-to-head, would you consider supporting this? They have to. You have to know that the person on the other end really wants to support the thing that is being fundraised for. And in this instance, it's usually my kid. So the trivia night thing, that's something that you get. You ask people who like trivia. Yeah. And they might not even really care what the cause is particularly. But what do you do when somebody is asking you to raise funds and... You said this at the beginning when my son's in school right now, so he doesn't know this. I like pre-screen <laughs> for him, um, whether it's a yes or a no. Like I, I message Brad. I'm like, hey, we're doing a trivia night. I usually try to overcompensate, like no big deal if you yeah, don't want to. Yeah, for sure. But if you would like to go, I would like to have my son call you on the phone or do a video call, depends on the thing, and ask you to come. He better be in school right now. He doesn't know that I've pre-screened all of those. <laughs> and I have had him call people like siblings who can't make it and who end up telling him no. So he hears no, but this doesn't happen as much. And sometimes they'll make a donation. I, did you hear the Alyssa Milano? I heard the story. Tweet? I know about the story. This is from USA Today. Alyssa Milano is not backing down after people criticized her for requesting donations for her son's baseball team. She put out this tweet. I saw the tweet in the wild. Before it became, and I was, I, my jaw dropped because I am a speck of the celebrity that Alyssa Milano is. Uh-huh. Like, this is not even comparable whatsoever. But I don't feel right asking people to give my family mm-hmm. money if they have some sort of understanding or misunderstanding about the comparative of our incomes, if that makes sense. Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss and Charmed. (laughs) The actress took to Instagram Thursday to again defend the move and called out trolls for being hurtful. Quote, every parent raises money for their child's sports teams, and many of them do so through GoFundMe. I am no different. As much as I'd love to pay for the entire team and their families for travel, transportation, hotel, food and beverage, uniforms, trading pins, and all the things teams do for this kind of trip, I cannot afford to do so. Maybe someday. Her... I looked it up. She's. It says she's worth $10 million. I don't think that that's outrageous. That seems like that should be on point. And it's funny mm-hmm. because $10 million in California. Like, ah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you're not hurting. Alyssa Milano put on Twitter, she created a GoFundMe. They were trying to raise $10,000 for her um, son's baseball team, who is like like 13 or something. It's uh-huh. like the same age as Charlie. $10,000 so they could take a trip. I think it was to Cooperstown. Is that outrageous for Alyssa Milano to be putting up? Because here's what happened. Alyssa, Alyssa Milano has, is a millionaire, right? Right. The reason she put it out on her Twitter account is because she has the following. Right. She has the access to the biggest pool of people. I cannot imagine with my massive 18,000 person <laughs> following on Twitter, if I put a GoFundMe out there, for people to donate to my son's baseball team or even the Washington, D.C. trip? Like, is that... I I'm in, I'm in, I have, I have like, secondhand embarrassment for her, but she's clearly not worried no. about it. Man, 
I'm just, I don't know. I'm the kind of person, if, if I had $10 million and it's $10,000 to send an entire baseball team to Cooperstown and I had the $10,000, I would just be like, here, go. This one's on me. Have fun. I'm not going to put it on my Twitter and ask other people to fund it. But, I mean, if she wants to teach her kid how to, you know, try to earn that money or raise that money himself, great. Your mom's Twitter isn't how you do that either. No. You just pop up a GoFundMe and then ask people to... It 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 bothers me so much. And I'm bothered. I feel I'm like every time I'm asking somebody else to support something for my kids, it's always I always make my kids make the sell. But I will also I I feel like I owe it to like even grandmas and grandpas to be like, hey, they're gonna ask you if you want to buy some of this. Do you if if they want to tell me if I if grandma and grandpa want off the hook to not have to buy Yeah widgets <laughs> that they don't want. I'm just going to keep my kids from putting them in the position where grandma and grandpa have to say no out of a courtesy to my my parents and my in-laws. It's it's fundraising has to be an experience for the kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, growing up, one of the things we had to do, because I went to a Catholic school until about seventh grade, we had to raise money. They'd do a fundraiser. I don't really ever know that they told us what the fundraiser for was for. So I assume it was for the school or I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Both are equally likely. Actually, probably that second one's more likely than this first one. But they would give us these chocolate bars and we had to go and we had to sell these chocolate bars to people. Mm-hmm. And I had to sell the chocolate bars. But then like they had like different levels. If you sold so many chocolate bars, you achieved this reward level. And if you achieved that reward level, and <laughs> this is going to sound really stupid. Do you remember those little eagles that would balance on the beak and they had the, uh-huh. the wings that came out? I wanted one of those so bad. And they that one you. time I worked really hard and I earned that. But then my other friend got one. And all my other friend did was is he gave the candy bars to his parents who took it to work with them. Yeah. And the, they sold them at their work. And I felt like this is bull crap. Yeah. You know, because my dad didn't work at a job where he could just sell candy bars for me. And I earned mine. And this person in my brain, they just kind of was given this eagle. Yeah. I remember selling things when I was a kid. We sold magazines. I think that we sold wrapping paper, but I never uh-huh. really participated in that. Yeah. Uh, I was a Girl Scout for a very small amount of time. It's like I have like blacked out part of that part of my life. I don't know why I didn't like Girl Scouts, but I did not. But I was really good at cookie sales. Yeah. I would get on my bike with my card and a couple pencils, and I would go, I would just, this is what we did, children, back in the day. It's wild, right? I just got on my bike, and I left home <laughs> for an undisclosed period of time. Probably tried to get home before the sun came down, and then I would go door to door, and then sometimes they'd invite me in to sit at their kitchen table, and I would go in their house and sit down, and they'd order cookies. And I was top seller, or maybe the second top seller, depending on the year, but that was the, that's the way it used to go. Like mom, mom and dad wouldn't. I don't. That seems so outrageous right now. <laughs> it was it was always in our neighborhood yeah. and around the neighborhood, but it was on me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I think I could I could see an instance where maybe my parents might have taken some candy bars to, to work from time to time. But it's just like there has to be a skill involved in the fundraising process for the child. Otherwise, you're just as, as an adult, I would rather just give you the money. Mm-hmm. Like how much how and, and if you're saying here, here's a box of candy bars. If you sell this box, you you should have fifty dollars when you're done. Keep the candy bars. Can I just put fifty dollars towards the cause? 
and yeah. forget the overhead that comes with the candy bars, <laughs> which is what I've I've had, uh, you know, family who wants to support. Like, what are you trying to raise money for? I don't need the thing or the widget or the experience. Can I just make a donation? Yeah. And a lot of times that goes further as well. Um, the response from Miss Manners to this woman about not wanting to support their friends' grandkids who they've never met fundraisers. This is what Miss Manners replied here. Dental reader, either, quote, I'll have half a dozen of those or, quote, thank you, no, depending on whether or not you want the product. Miss <laughs> Manners is all for teaching children about business, just not that they can unload their selling jobs on others, nor that they can use social pressure to force people to buy things they do not want. Yeah, simple. No, thank you. I got to go. On the break, I'm going to check and see if Alyssa Milano's fundraiser got to $10,000. I'm going to have her do one for my kids' baseball team. <laughs> you want to support the Red Wings, huh? No? No? Sure? It's ridiculous. All right, let's get the results to the YouTube live chat poll when we come back. Which issue will most greatly affect the outcome of the November 2024 election? The economy, immigration slash the border, abortion, or something else? We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Celine Dion remade this song. This is Roy Orbison, I believe. I like the Celine Dion version. Every, like, what? our music interests are pretty similar, but every now and then there's a song that goes in the bump music. I'm like, you don't I, don't know think, I don't know this one at all. Like, I recognize Roy Orbison, but... It's a great song for Celine Dion because it's just this big, big, big yeah. song, and she does what she does with it. Did you see any of the Grammy reaction? I didn't actually. I saw a lot of people complaining about Taylor Swift snubbing Celine Dion. And then I also saw, following that, so many tweets about all the other times Taylor Swift has hugged Celine Dion. <laughs> In our completely uninformed, non-objective non-subjective, just like we're just dipping in, peeking in the door mm -hmm. and going, whoa, and then closing the door real quick and getting out of there. Do people unnecessarily pick on Taylor Swift because she's super Ooh. successful? Yes. I think they do. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Swift, like the only thing Taylor Swift did, that she has ever done that irritated me was the Marsha Blackburn thing. Yeah. And that's like kind of one thing, and it's not that big of a deal to me because Marsha Blackburn won and Taylor Swift didn't move mountains like she thought she would. But outside of that, I mean, she's just a singer and she seems like a pretty nice person. I think people just get mad at her because she's easy to hate. I, I, 
I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I, I'm, I usually have an idea what to do. I'm frozen here. Because if people are talking about Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is winning. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. I have nothing invested in her winning or losing. Either way. Don't care. I like her music. I am super impressed at the businesswoman that she is and how she has beaten the system. I am cheering for that. But I am so invested, and I hope that my generation is with me on this. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm an old millennial. But I think this is kind of a Gen X kind of way of going about things. I hope it's a millennial take on things. We got to get back to being able to appreciate, especially when it comes to art, being able to appreciate art for being good mm-hmm. and not requiring so much of these people. Yeah. That are there. I'm like, okay, you 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 write and sing and perform great pop music. That's what good you are to me, and you're really great at it. That's where my interest extends and ends. Yeah, I don't really care about all the other things. And social media makes it so that everybody can be some sort of social justice warrior and whatever. And there's a lot of pressure on celebrities to weigh in on all these issues. But why not just always say no? I sing. <laughs> Or I act, or I play baseball, or I, you know, do whatever it is I do. Like, you don't, you I, you would win so many more people if you would just say, I'm not weighing in on that. And that's not what people have been doing, but maybe they could go more into it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm curious about that because I, I, let me throw a different option out there to you. If I were in that position, I don't know if I could not be political. Because that's, I mean, what you guys hear from me on the air is what what you get with me. But that's this, what you do. But this is, but that's what I do. But I was like this before I did this. I was passionate about these things before I did this. And I'm wondering if my job took me to a level of fame, where not necessarily that I would be like out there at the forefront pushing it. But if somebody asked me about it, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is why it's garbage and blah 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 blah. You know, do we? F- are we assuming that it's that it's not organic that she feels pressured to do this or does she actually have some passion toward this and if I if- think it, my estimation of what I know from her and I I'm can confidently say I think I know more about Taylor Swift than you do Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're offended <laughs> no by that. No argument here. But I know I don't know as much about Taylor Swift to say Leah does cuz Leah's a super fan and has been to the concerts. But she she has very strong statements in her art mm-hmm. about the LGBTQ community. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That's different than coming out and saying, Marsha Blackburn sucks, which is not <laughs> what she said, but she might as well have. I mean, you can have artistic statements and you can be a, you're a unique individual, but I don't... The third Michael Jordan reference for the day, Joe <laughs> Concha at 1225, brought us several. Republicans buy shoes too. That is a smart mentality that mm-hmm. wins in capitalism. And mm-hmm. that's what we are here. And I don't need Taylor Swift to be a right-wing conservative for no. me. It doesn't do any difference to me. I just need her to put out another album. Would she finally get to it? Oh, yeah. She announced it last night when she was winning album of the year. I also heard that. I just would be okay if movie companies would make great movies mm-hmm. and... Uh, production music production companies would make great music and basketball teams would play great basketball and we would just get back to that 
Can I dream? Yeah, I think that's fair. Let's not lecture people anymore. Mm-mm. And it, and honestly, to, good point. To that, if somebody asks you a pointed question and you have an opinion on it, can people just give the opinion for themselves and not go out and tell everybody else what the... Because your opinion's no more valuable than anybody else's. It might re- have a further reach, but it's right. it's not more important. Not at least in this country, at least for this amount of time. Annie Fry YouTube live chat poll, which issue will most greatly affect the outcome of the November 2024 election? 5% said something else, so we'll just set that aside. 20% said abortion, so one-fifth of you said abortion. One-fourth of you, 25% said economy, and 50% on the nose said immigration and the border. And we had 264 votes in today's poll. That's, that's, a high, that's a high one. I always like to get to 300, maybe tomorrow. Stick around. The Mark Reardon Show is coming up. They're going to have all the latest news for you and reaction that you come to expect from your station, your family here. And we appreciate you on 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.